When we have beliefs about life that involve the words must or should, for example, people must be polite to me, often we'll find that life disappoints us and we get frustrated. If we have more open beliefs, we might even respond with delight or curiosity. Let's talk about that in a moment. If you would like some help implementing these ideas in your life, changing your beliefs, looking about things in a different way, keep listening to the end of the episode. Let's begin. This is a beautiful thought. Welcome, beautiful thinkers. Let's talk about your interpretations. Well, about your beliefs, about your thought patterns. I did this workshop with a couple of groups of people talking about cognitive behavioral techniques and the principles behind it and how to apply these in people's lives. So this is a very important One principle, you might say, is that we don't always have a lot of control over our life, but we do have a lot of control over our attitude, how we think about things. And if we plan ahead, we can actually think about things, think about situations in advance and develop belief systems which are going to help us see things in, in a positive or constructive light. So it's pretty amazing the the power of this stuff when you get into it. So I get this example of a man and he's in traffic and somebody cuts him off and yells at him and calls him an idiot, perhaps. Now, what's normal in this situation? We might even say it's reasonable for this man to get angry and yell back at the other guy or tailgate him. And perhaps have his day ruined because of this event that happened just for a couple of minutes. (laughs) That's a kind of normal way of looking at this. It's just the fact that somebody was rude to him and he has this reaction as a a direct consequence. And that's the, the... standard or popular way of looking at the situation. One thing happens and then he has these emotions as a result. Of course, in in CBT, there's an extra step. Some people call this the ABC formula. A would be the activating event, which in this example is the, the other driver cutting him off and calling him a mean name. <laughs> Then C is is the consequence, especially the emotional consequence, but also the, the consequence in his actions. So the consequence is he, he feels angry, or frustrated, and uh, he lets that bother him for the rest of his day. The second step, the B, is the beliefs, thought patterns, the interpretations, the assumptions. So what kind of beliefs must a person have in order to let that bother them. Now, we might imagine, of course, there, there might be some monk who, do, <laughs> who doesn't allow anything to bother him. I mean, there, there are people like this. I know I, I 
met some of them. <laughs> uh, or uh, there, there might be in this situation, perhaps we could notice that we had that expectation that somebody wouldn't be rude to us and we can drop it in that situation, which would be great. Um, so that's one way of handling the situation. Now, as I talk about, we can also look at this in, in advance. So we can say to ourselves, if we do have one in these situations where we become aware that we, ha that we had expectations and it's almost always true <laughs> that when we get frustrated or angry, there's a fact that we had some expectations which reality did not comply with. And of course, many times reality is not going to comply with our expectations. So that's a, that's a more realistic view of the situation. So in this case, the man had that expectation, like, Nobody can be rude to me or people must not be rude to me. People must not cut me off in traffic. People should not cut me off in traffic. And normally when, when we have these expectations, they can be phrased in this way with should or must. So it's almost like we're making demands of reality and reality is normally pretty resistant to when you make demands of it. So well, how can we let go of that? What's another way of looking at the situation? So say if instead he, he doesn't have this expectation, like, well, maybe he even has this belief and says, well, sometimes people are going to cut me off in traffic. Sometimes people are going to be rude to me. Or we ask these reality testing questions like, what might not I know about the situation? Well, that fellow who's cutting us off in traffic, he, he might have, he might be rushing to the hospital. He might have just found out some grave news about his wife. Who knows? There could be all kinds of things going on in that person's head. He might be stressed at work. He, he might not <laughs> be a very nice person and that doesn't reflect on us at all. So we can include this. And when we include the, this extra, potential for uncertainty in our worldview, we find that we don't get frustrated as much and we don't get as angry as often <laughs> because we know that the things are a little bit outside of our, our control and, and uh, maybe quite impersonal, just as it says in the, the, the toll tank agreements, don't take anything personally. So, we might even come to a, a more positive belief about the situation, which I said in a previous episode about phrasing it positively. So he might even say, well, people express themselves in different ways. Now, <laughs> it sound, sounds kind of simple, but all right. Yeah, pe people, ex people do express themselves in different ways and pe people have various ways of, of communicating things. So it, again, doesn't necessarily reflect on us when they communicate them, communicate what they're feeling in a way that that's not entirely respectful, that has very little to do with us. And we can just acknowledge it as information coming into a, us. <laughs> okay. That, that guy's frustrated. I can see that. <laughs> 
And, you know, we say life would be pretty boring if we're all the same or if we're, <laughs> we don't have these challenges in communication. So in, in some sense, they're, they're helping, uh, <laughs> helping keep life interesting. Not that we should necessarily go out of our way to, <laughs> to uh, see someone who's frustrated or something like that, because you'll find, of course, uh, of course, life will present to us those chaiwalas or those people who test our patience or the situations that test our patience. We don't need to seek them out, <laughs> but uh, they certainly do keep life interesting. Or as uh, Ajahn Pratong, one, one of the head monks in Wat Tham Krabok once said, I, I think it was he, he who said it, he, he said, well, teachers come in many forms. <laughs> so when we do have one of those situations, we can say, hmm, what can I learn about this? You know, what can I learn about this situation? How could, could I have behaved differently or had different expectations? And when we have the, these kind of beliefs about the situation that people express themselves in different ways, that it's not really much to do with me necessarily, that we can learn something from the situation, we will find that it's a lot easier to remain calm, that we don't need to get frustrated at things like that. So those are a few ideas about how we can look at these situations in a different way a little rundown of the, the CBT model of actions, beliefs, and consequences, or activating events, beliefs, and consequences. So thanks for listening. And remember, you do have that power. It is your interpretation that decides the meaning of an interaction. A beautiful thought. Thank you for listening. So in many ways, this episode is a description of one of the key formulas in cognitive behavioral techniques. And I am offering cognitive behavioral sessions. So if you need some help having a look at your beliefs and seeing how you might choose some beliefs that are more realistic or perhaps even beliefs that inspire you with joy, with curiosity, with delight then head on over to beautifulpodcast.com. You see the link at the top there, CBT Sessions, and you can book a session with me. Have a great day.